Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Get Your Back Right podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about finding your life purpose and I'm joined with a lovely lady, Wanjiku. So I'll let her introduce herself. She'll tell us what she does and where we can find her and all those nice things. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Wanjiko Kiyari. Mm-hmm. I'm a life coach. I specifically work with women who are looking to seek clarity about mm. their life purpose, who are feeling stuck about where they are in life, who want to make lasting changes basically towards their transformational journey. So that's what I do. And uh, in addition, I'm an infopreneur. Basically, I use the knowledge that I have gained over the years of my own journey to create tools oh, and wow. products, yes, mm. that can help other people be able to, you know, uh, practically inculcate the the practice of self development uh, for them to be able to grow. So I do this through my podcast. You know, uh-huh. I have a podcast called the Life and Purpose Podcast. I also have um, a planner that's called the Best of Me uh, Loading Planner, which is an incredible tool to. Just help people uh, organize their goals, be able to break them down, review them on a monthly basis, uh, track their habits, things like those. And then uh, the, the juge on that planner <laughs> is uh, that every month, like there's a theme uh, in terms of uh, okay. personal development and you honing a certain skill for that month. So it's a really nice tool. And then I'm a parent, I'm a mom to one incredible eight-year-old daughter. And in fact, my parenting journey is what propelled me into really fully living my purpose. And so through my intentional parenting, I was able to uh, learn ways in which I can be able to do better for her and to be able to show up for her as a parent, right? And in that process, I, I began asking myself, why uh, are we learning about things like journaling and oh, self-awareness yeah. as adults? How mm. about we start these habits when they are really young? So I have a, a journal for kids. It's called the Best I Can Be Journal. Parent-guided, very amazing. It helps them to reflect about their day. It gives them space to do affirmations and gratitude and to learn about values and all that. So again, a good tool. And then I also have other digital uh, tools as well that uh, really are all in the personal development space. So that's uh, in a nutshell what I do. Oh wow! I'm yeah. so I'm so shocked. I'm like <laughs> infopreneur. I'm like, hey, this is a word I've learned today, yes. and also about the journals for the the kids, mm-hmm. which I think it's a good initiative. Because I'm like, even when you're saying, I was like, hey, this was there when I grew up. You know, you just write, then you inculcate that culture of journaling your thoughts mm-hmm. and all those things. Yeah. It's actually a good thing for for young parents to consider. Yes. So we'll start off the session with a game. Mm-hmm. So you can read your question, then we can answer. You can answer, then I'll answer the same question. Hey, Lynette, you want to expose all my <laughs> linen? <laughs> no, no. Here it's a safe space. Okay. Who's starting? You, the guest, the guest. I, um, okay. So my question says, mm-hmm. in what areas of your life do you have a hard time telling the truth? Mm. <sighs> Let me think. I think I don't have a hard time telling the truth, but the one area that I'm very guarded in terms of speaking about it is my spiritual life. Mm. And that's because, one, it's incredibly personal, but Mm. also I'm evolving in such a beautiful way in that aspect of my life. Mm. So the last, in fact, 2023 has been a year of just growth in terms of my spiritual life and I'm in a space where I don't want to talk about it until I figure out what this is for me and what it means so yeah that's a space that um, I I currently don't talk about but that's not because I don't want to tell the truth but because I want to first go through the motions then I can speak about it Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I think I'm also like that in yeah. when it comes to my spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. I think I don't talk about it more. But I do talk about it to specific people. And then they'll be like, eh, are you for real? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't like oversharing it because also spirituality is personal and people can actually judge you from it. Mm-hmm. So I just like keeping it to myself. I'm like, this is me. For those who know, no. For those who don't know, it's fine. But 
me evangelizing it yeah. uh, no 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 sometimes i feel like because i've done it before mm-hmm. and i've gotten backlash from it and sometimes you sit down and you're like eh you even said you know like the way you're like am i doing the right thing because people are telling you things left right and center yeah. and it also made me backslide for a moment so when i sat down and i reflected i was like this is the reason why so these days i just keep it to myself just me and the my few people in my circle who who want to know but then that's it yeah but don't you think that uh, we are told to be disciples and to be able to evangelize yes but then it depends also <laughs> on your faith you True. know sometimes your faith can be shattered and you are shattered and then you just lose focus mm-hmm. so that's also a reason why i just i'm like Mm-mm. yeah me, i know my faith and i know how, what it affected me the last time so yeah. it's fine it's fine and i know god is fine with it you know <laughs> and that's all that matters that's all that yeah. matters yeah. yes true okay yeah So I think I've answered the same question as yours but now what what was the I just read the question again. The question was uh, in what areas of your life do you have a hard time telling the truth? Oh, so for me the areas of my life that I have a hard time telling the truth is maybe portraying what I'm feeling. Like if does it like if I'm not if, if there's something going on in my life or if I'm not in the right state of mind or if I'm stressed someone can ask me and I'll be like No, I'm just fine. I'm 100% fine. Mm-hmm. And I'll even show that I'm 100%. So I'll be like, you can't see I'm doing XYZ. So why are you telling me I'm stressed? I'm not stressed. So I'll also have the point of also now like backing my answers. So I have like I'm telling you it's this and this is now even you'll be like, yeah, by the way she's not. Yeah. But then only a few people who have now who now know me deep deep will be like, actually you're not okay. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So that's That's my answer. Oh dear. That, that's that's deep. Eh? Yeah, that's yeah, deep. Yeah, that's deep. So my question is, what's the last thing you changed your mind? What's the last thing you changed your mind about and why? <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us. So, yes. The last thing I changed my mind was about a, a certain situation mm-hmm. that was required. I was always full I wouldn't I won't go into details, but I was always following up and following up on the certain situation so it reached a point and i was like i remember calling my friend and she was like do you know you just have to let go and stop following following it you know this world is round it will still come back Ooh. so immediately she just told me that i was like i'm done yeah cancel moved on with my life because i kept on now it was like it was after every two days i'm thinking about the same thing then she told me hey, now you now need to just stop just stop let the world figure it out Uh, yeah. the earth is the earth is circle it will always come back yeah. yeah yeah wow yeah that's a lesson so for me if i was to answer that question it's about actually a friendship mm. uh, that i was building with a particular lady mm. and one of the things that i've been working towards this year is expanding my circle especially in the spiritual uh, oh, yeah. world you know connecting with more ladies who are aligned to where i am spiritually in my journey mm. So I met this lady and uh, I thought that initially we were quite aligned in a few um areas but with time and the more I get to know her the more I was like that, that one is not mm. is not it's not that's not it that's not it so I recently just changed my mind about that friendship and about watering the friendship And I'm in that space of thinking now, um, am I supposed to have the hard conversation or do I just uh, withdraw slowly? Yeah, ghosting. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not about to ghost, but you know, the way you can, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's something that I have made a conscious decision that I don't want to pursue further. So it's now the mechanics of how to transition from that friendship. Those things for having hard conversations they usually yeah. stress me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get so easy. stressed. I'm like, and you know, some people who d- they do it so effortlessly, mm. like without any. They'll be like, "This is this, and this is this." Me, I'm you like, huh, "Why wasn't I given that that energy?" Me, I will think, I will postpone. Yeah. Like, should I write a text? No, that is rude. Mm-hmm. So should I call? But you know, calling, I I hit with call up person to person. Yeah. Then I'm like, but person to person, will those words come out of oh my, my mouth? mouth will you <laughs> be brave. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a whole journey. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's also the part of, are you saying that that person is not a good person, and yeah. how can you help them? improve on the yeah. areas that you feel did not align with you eh. and is it even in your place to do that so yeah that's where i'm at and yeah let's see how the next few days all the best <laughs> all <you>. the best 
Okay. Yeah. So we can start off the session. Okay. And the first question is what does it mean to live a life of to what does it mean to live a purposeful life? Okay. So a purposeful life. I feel like this word has been so overemphasized like people you look at it and it feels daunting like mm. purpose what is my, my purpose yeah it feels daunting mm. but i think i want us to break it down and make it very very simple today the way i look at it is this way we were all created like mm. you know depending yeah. on your belief yeah there's yeah. a higher power yeah there's a higher power and that is one thing first even before we go into what purpose is you have to believe that there's something greater than yourself Mm. a higher power mm. because if you don't believe that then how else will you connect to what it is that you're supposed to do in this world mm-hmm. okay so okay. number one you have to have serious belief in that there is a higher power secondly you have to believe that you are created for a reason mm. right the reason that you're alive is because you were meant to come into this world and fulfill a certain reason or purpose if you want to use that word and for god or your creator to to make you and create you and bring you to the world to fulfill a reason mm. he input in you mm. gifts talents that oh, yeah. would enable you mm. to fulfill that reason mm. so living a purposeful life is about one knowing yourself okay we've said first believing that yeah, is believe in a higher being believe in the higher being number two. Be self-aware. Know what are those gifts and talents that are in you that you can be able to use to create impact in the world. So purpose is about using your gifts to create an impact to mm. other people in the world. And the world does not have to be the entire globe or that amorphous huge thing. Mm. The world can be just your little corner of the world. Like if it's in your workplace, amongst your friends, in your family, what difference are you creating in those people's lives using your gifts and talents? Okay. That's basically living a purposeful life, right? And mm. it's really important to to be able to identify that and to know yourself well enough because the moment you do that then you will achieve what we call fulfillment and i think when it comes to life the greatest success is for you to feel fulfilled with who you are ah, true right and that's what purpose does if you're living a purposeful life you will feel fulfilled when you feel fulfilled you will show up as your best version you will be yourself you'll be able to be in spaces where that allow you to flourish and thrive so goes back to self awareness do you know yourself So even how do you even know yourself? Good question. Very good question. Some of us out here are busy mastering other people's lives. Right? So yeah. we we really know how other people behave, how they react when they're angry or happy. We really have spent time to understand our employers, our bosses, It's like a homework. We know everything. <laughs> we know everything about other people, but do we know ab- ourselves? Mm. And how do you do that? Number one, you have to date yourself. Mm. Spend time with yourself. Right? You have to look for moments that you are looking inward. Yeah, there's so much noise going on around us, yeah, but do you spend time to just think about what do I like? Why do I like what I like? Oh yeah, that's true. Why? Why don't I like this? What don't I like? What are the things that make me happy? What lightens up my soul? What is it that I can do over and over again and it will make me happy whether I'm being paid or not? Mm. Yeah. What are the what is the way I react to different kinds of emotions? So self-awareness it's a journey and it doesn't happen and the more you learn about yourself the more you unlock higher levels of who mm. you are and of your awareness so it never ends yeah so the person who has been doing quite some work on their self-awareness journey will still keep learning because you keep unlocking but the place to start is one spend time with yourself be silent you know put your phone aside zimmer the tv and whatever know yourself listen to yourself listen to your emotions listen to your thoughts write down 
you know observe in fact observation is one of the key ways that you can learn you you know the things that you like observe when you when you react to a certain situation observe yourself write down even and say journal and say mm, when this happened this is how i reacted then over time look at it and say is this a pattern is this how i do things then now decide and see um is this who i want to be because we yeah, have the choice to be sure. able to change or to remain in that way yeah. that, that we have discovered we are at so yeah that's how to to discover yourself spending time with yourself and really uh, mastering who we are other than mastering what other people <laughs> telling you you are <laughs> exactly ah. Exactly. As in whatever you've said, mm-hmm. I remember I, I, I usually go for therapy mm-hmm. and there was a session where I was asked, hey, I was asked, Do you, what is love to you? Hey, I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. as I say, I don't even understand. As in like that question like threw me off. Yeah. So I remember my therapist was like, what is love? What is love to you? Not what you see on social media. Mm-hmm. What is love to you? And I couldn't even understand i was like you know that's what i'm saying saying love is patient love, love is she was like no we're not quoting the bible over here <laughs> i know so she told she gave me a homework she was like mm-hmm. you need to know you need to find your definition of love and then it was like go on dates with people and then now see are you are you how do you feel when you accept that love from them you know mm-hmm. then those reactions will help you now identify this is what love is to me, you know? Because yeah. I'm sure, like, you'll go and date with some people and then they will utter some words or they will do some things and it will just tick you off. Then it's yeah. like, that is not love, you know? Mm-hmm. Go on many dates, then you will find out what love is. Yeah. And imagine I went on, not, I don't know, let's Romantic not say the number. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I remember after the after session, she was like, can you now define love? And I was like, yes. yes. And then she was like, yes. That is it. It's not what you see on social media. It's not what you see on the TV. It's not what you see growing up. Mm-hmm. Because now that is what your parents portrayed love. But that's not how you're supposed. Maybe that is not how you want to receive love. You know? There you go. Hey, and I was like, yo. Yeah. I have not understood what love is. So whatever you're saying is actually true. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. how can someone discover their life purpose if they feel lost or unsure? Okay, this is a, a very pertinent question. Mm. A lot of people will come and say, I feel lost. I feel like I have lost my purpose. Mm. And the first thing I would say is, your life purpose is not lost. It cannot be lost. Mm. It belongs inside of you. You have it inside of you. The only thing that could be happening is that you are not conscious mm. and aware of what it is. Mm. So the work that you need to do is to bring your purpose into your consciousness, into your awareness, so that you know these are the gifts and this is how I impact people in the world and these are the tools that I can use to be able to deliver my gift Mm. to the world. Mm. So number one, you're not going to look for purpose anywhere. Oh, okay. Outside there. It's not an external thing. It's not an intellectual thing. It is about your soul. Yeah. Mm. So you have to be able to tap within yourself. But then also to make it maybe a bit more practical, there are people who have over time, of course, uh, developed tools that people can use mm. to discover their purpose or at least to bring you closer mm. to answering that question of what is my life's purpose. And one that I really like is uh, the Japanese concept called Ikigai. Do you know oh, about it? I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> what it means. So Ikigai means uh, the reason for being. What's your reason for being? That's the Ikigai. And uh, the concept is, if you can find the answers to these four questions, then you will be closer to uh, revealing to your consciousness what your life purpose is. Mm. And the first question that maybe our listeners can start to think about is, woman, what do you love doing? What's your passion? Oh, yeah. True. What's your passion? What is it that if you removed all the constraints, if you removed time, money, societal factors, if you removed all of that, what is it that you would do over and over again and it will bring you joy? Mm. That's your passion, right? Number two, ask yourself, what are you good at? What is it that even the people around you tell you or make comments that make you say, "Hmm, I'm a good planner or Mm. I'm a good speaker or I'm a good, what are you good at that comes to you naturally, effortlessly? Mm. Yeah. The other question is, what do you have that the 
world needs? What can you offer that the world needs? And remember we said the world is not this amorphous big thing. Yeah, it's not the globe. It's not the globe. Apana, your circle, your small corner, what is it that it needs? What gap have you identified in your community, in your family, in your workplace mm. that you can be able to offer a solution to that you're sleeping on? Mm. Yeah, ask yourself that question. And then finally, the fourth question you can ask yourself is, what skills do you have that are transferable? What skills can you monetize? What skills, when you transfer, offer value to other people? Mm. The moment you have answers to those four questions and look at what is interlinking those four things, you will have come really close to discovering what your purpose is because it has to do with what you're good at, what you can do to help other people, and what tools, the skills now are the tools that you use, like you are using the mm. podcast as a tool yeah. to pass over information, right? So ask yourself those questions and see if you can, you know, uh, go towards discovering what your purpose is. Yeah, this looks like those, those, those homeworks <laughs> where hey, you, in, you, you, you just sit down in a quiet place and you start thinking mm. and you reflect on your life ever since you were born. Not born because that time you were, ever since, let's say, you finished high school yeah, or you finished uni, depending. Mm-hmm. And you now start looking back and reflecting. It's all about going back and seeing yeah. and trying to answer those questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you see, you can't answer those questions if you don't know yourself. By the way, you so can't. back to self-mastery and self-awareness. <laughs> back to that. And dating yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So then, um, are there are there common obstacles that prevent people from living a purposeful life and how can they overcome them? Common obstacles, I think I'd lump them into one thing. Mm-hmm. Limiting beliefs. And what are limiting beliefs? These are things or things that you have convinced yourself or you have told yourself over the years that this is how you are or you're not capable of this. <laughs> There, I'm a victim. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I've just you just say that, and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Me, I shall tell Paul I'm an introvert. The first thing oh. you meet me, I'm like, you people, and I don't even, and I add 99.9. Can't even these days, I add 99. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, I meet people who are telling me, by the way, you stop telling me that. Yeah. Because the more you tell people, the more you t- keep on telling people, the more you accept it. And I'm like, these are stories we tell ourselves mm. that restrict us from being our true selves. Yeah. And you know what? These beliefs come from our environment growing up, mm. what we were exposed to, mm. the limitations in terms of, I, I feel like in the Christian, not Christian, sorry, the African society, yeah. our, um, our creative thinking was even really curtailed. Was there even creative thinking when Thank I was growing you. up? Your curiosity was squashed. It had to be A, B, C, you exactly. know? Exactly. You can't, it had, it, life was following a, a certain path. Yeah. That means your thoughts were framed mm. in a particular way. And now as an adult, and if you're looking to really live a fulfilling life, you have to start expanding those boundaries. Ask, mm. Getting curious, asking yourself these questions, allowing yourself to think of things differently than what your parents told me was the right thing to mm. do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. That's that's hard. And those beliefs, usually they are subconscious. Like they are so ingrained in us Mm. that we don't realize that that's what we are doing. We are limiting ourselves. So if you find yourself asking asking yourself or saying, this is just who I am. Mm. I'm like (laughs) this. I'm not a good public speaker. Mm. Who said? Then you just don't become a public speaker. And maybe you are. And maybe you are. You just need to develop that muscle. Everything comes with practice. That don't they say that uh, effort sometimes beats talent? Mm. Mm. So how can you brand yourself as I'm not this or that mm. and just sit with that? That's a limiting belief. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a limiting belief. Another big limiting belief is on time. Mm. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for working out. I don't have time for... <laughs> Who said you don't have time? <laughs> you're just it's like you're attacking me. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have time? If something is important for you, you'll make time for it. There you go. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. 
So limiting beliefs. So the next time you catch yourself making an excuse Mm. for not doing something, ask yourself, what is that belief or who is that belief serving? Mm. Is it serving my true calling and my purpose and my reason? Mm. Or is it serving the society, my parents, the patriarchy? Who is it serving? Because a lot of the time they don't serve us those beliefs that we have yeah, put on true. ourselves. Hey, they don't. I don't. Hey, majority of them don't. Yeah. So the first thing in overcoming limiting beliefs, because I know I have brought to the awareness that we mm. have limiting beliefs, so it, it's good to just point out how you can begin working on overcoming that mm. uh, feeling of having those limiting beliefs. It's first to believe in yourself. Mm. You have to believe in yourself and your abilities. So that mm. you can be able to know that the things that are in front of you are doable. But you can only believe yourself if you know yourself. Back okay. to so you have to start from knowing self-awareness. yourself. Okay. Self-awareness, yes. Secondly, you can counter those limiting beliefs by saying affirmations mm. that are aligned to the person that you're trying to become. Mm. But I want to discount something here on affirmations. We have really publicized it. Mm-hmm. Affirmations, say your affirmations, Mm. make sure you say that every day. But if you're saying affirmations and your habits, rituals, and routines are not in alignment of these Mm. affirmations that the person you're trying to become, I mean, what are we doing? You're just reciting. You're just reciting. So you have to say affirmations and then put some work towards Mm. that person. You can't call yourself, I'm confident, I'm a confident person. Every day Mm. you're affirming, but you're not putting yourself in situations where or that allow you to exercise confidence or courage. Mm. So say your affirmations all right, but have things that support that journey towards becoming that thing you're affirming. Mm. Very important, yeah? Yeah. This is like a whole a whole <laughs> session. And you see me, I'm like, I'm even like reflecting on my life. I'm like, okay, okay. So then, how can individuals overcome fear? Because I believe fear is one of the most things mm. that people are suffering from. So how can individuals overcome fear and resistance when pursuing their life purpose? The fear of, hey, will, am I doing the right thing? Okay. So fear. Fear, I feel like fear is such an overrated emotion. Are you sure? Let me tell you why I'm saying this we over-glamorize fear. Like every time you talk to somebody about why they're not doing what they think they should or what they mm. deserve, they say that it's because they're fearing or that they, are, they have fear. Why don't we glamorize uh, other things like courage? Mm. Like why is it that we have honed on to this one emotion? What if? What if something? What if? Uh-huh. So that's the number one thing. Like let's demystify fear a little bit mm. and look at it as just an emotion that we have to... prevent us rather Mm. from harming ourselves Mm. but it's nothing more than that right Mm. so let's stop over glamorizing fear Mm. and really just understand it for what it is Mm. but that's not to discount what fear does Mm. it really can cripple you it can cripple your movement your decision making Mm. can give you anxiety Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, so let's not be over familiar with, with fear. Rather, allow ourselves to work through fear. Mm. And the moment you're able to work through fear or pass or feel the fear and still do the thing that you need to do, mm. it gives you an opportunity to say, okay, I didn't die. Mm. Like, what was I really fearing? By the way, sometimes I also, you even you look back and you're like, what was that? Yeah. As in, what was I even thinking? You even look back and you're like, eh. Yeah. Even, hey, I've had those situations and I'm like, Yanni, what was my mind going through? Like, was it even necessary for me to spend some energy and start those what ifs? Exactly. And one of the ways you can help uh, curb the fear before you do that thing, Mm. think about your fear logically. Because a lot of fear Mm. is illogical. Yeah. You just feel, hey. When I speak, this is going to happen. Or when I do this. But is that really logical? Hey, we build those 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 castles. We already have what is going to happen in front. You even start imagining. Yeah. It can either go this way or that way. What if not? You know, like make it a logical process mm. and ask yourself why many times you're fearing. And th- the moment you see 
the fear is illogical you'll be able to overcome it but when you see that what you ha- you're fearing is ac- it's actually logical mm. you'll be able to have solutions to dealing yeah. with the fears because that's logical yeah. if you're fearing that if you do this maybe your boss will not be happy then you can be able to put measures in place mm. to sort out that when it's logical but if it's illogical and you just have this amorphous fear <laughs> and you build the castles in the air exactly yeah yeah but now some practical ways of combating fear mm-hmm. when, when we are living life yeah number one is you have to reframe your thoughts mm. reframe your thinking instead of focusing on the negative outcome mm. think of what are the learning and growing opportunities that are in this situation Okay. Yeah. If I put myself in this really fearful situation and pass through the fear and still do it, mm. even if I fail or fall, what will I learn? Mm. How many steps forward will it take me? Because where you started yesterday or a year back when you were doing this podcast, it's not mm. the same place you're it's in not today. The same place. Yeah. So look at it as school fees. Like it's okay. I'll feel mm. the fear, but I'll learn something. Mm. The other second uh, thing that I'd say is like break down your big goals and actions into small achievable steps. Mm. That way it will stop looking so daunting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? It yeah. will stop looking so daunting and you can be able to to really do it. The other thing is your mindset. Hey, mindset is key. Mindset is key. If you have a fixed mindset, the fixed mindset person is the person who says this is who I am. I'm not a public speaker or I I don't sing or you know mm. you have already branded yourself and you have believed that you cannot improve and you can't by the way and you can't because mm. how can you and you don't believe mm. you know if you don't perceive something in your mind there's no way you're going to act, you're going to actualize it because yeah. you don't believe it mm. right so be a growth mindset focused person who believes that with some work mm. with some action I can mm. be able to improve from point A to point B mm. Yeah. So the moment you embrace that sort of mindset, you'll believe that once you develop your abilities, you can be good at something. You'll go reducing the fear as you go along the way. Yeah. Right. The other thing is take action. And it sounds very just you mean take action? Yes. Mm. Because what fear does, it cripples you. It brings about mm. procrastination. Mm. So you end up being in a long chain of inaction. Yeah, that's and true. And what make, does that make you feel? You feel even more bad about yourself. It's like you're not progressing. You're just running around the same circle, the same circle. You're uh-huh. not even moving. You feel stuck. Yeah, in you're stuck. That space. Yeah. So what you can do is just take a little step today. Mm. If you wanted to start a business and you're thinking, I want to start this multi-dollar, million-dollar mm. business, what's the first step? Mm. And an e-citizen registered. Mm. That's one cast step. Mm, you've done and you've taken and like and it will give you even the motivation, motivation yeah. to do something else tomorrow so take action the other thing about fear is who you surround yourself with hey 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 yeah if you have people in your space who don't encourage you mm. who don't uh, maybe give you you know feedback mm. on where to improve mm. who talk down on you how will you improve but there you can't audit your circles guys yeah audit your circles the other thing is you have to allow yourself the grace to make mistakes oh, that's true allow yourself feel the fear do it do it badly but do it anyway mm. and then learn from it be mm. better next time and keep growing because nobody is perfect we are mm. all striving to be better at something right mm. so allow yourself that learning curve Yeah. The moment you give yourself grace, you will reduce the amount of fear you feel because the fear of failure is because you're looking or seeking for perfection. Eh, hey, up on your nico. Up on your toko. That is so me. Yeah. Cuz also I suffer from fear mm-hmm. and I realized it like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So what I usually do, if I know I want to do something, I don't keep it to myself. I tell people like my inner circle I'm like I've just told me I'm telling you as an accountability partner so like yeah. two months down the line Ask or me. or one week when we meet mm-hmm. certainly me oh that thing have you started then I'll be like eh okay yeah another person asks me then I'm like hmm. so that's what also I do then I have also this thing when I want to do something and then I start now overthinking to perfection I just say come on buyer buyer yeah and I do it I'm like if it doesn't work out well 
me at least I've done it and that's all that matters. Yeah. That's what I do. Exactly. Because when you seek perfection, you're going to hey. fear because you have this daunting thing you have to do to perfection. But when you allow yourself to learn and fall and make mistakes, mm. you'll be like, okay, I'll learn and do better next time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And who is judging you anyway? I mean, hey. we put ourselves on such high pedestal. You already, have, you already know people are judging you. Like, hey, people are going to judge me. Yani. Yeah. yeah. And finally, the last thing that maybe a tip I can give on how to practically curb fear. Mm. Visualize success. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you only think that or what failure. if I fail? Yeah. What if you yeah, succeed? succeed? I mean, there's also success on the other side of fear. Ah. Visualize that success. Eh. Yeah. Point taken. Point taken. Eh. And then you asked about fear and resistance. Mm. Those are two very different emotions mm. because resistance is deep. Mm. If you're not aligned to your purpose or who you are, you will mm. face resistance. You will face resistance because where there's purpose, there's alignment, there's mm. fulfillment. You will feel that you're working or walking towards the right direction. Not to say that when you're working in purpose, you'll not find challenges, mm. but those are now the vehicles that you mm. need to, to sort out in your way of fulfilling your purpose. Mm. But at the core of who you are, you will know when you're doing the right thing. Ah, that one is true. So if you're facing resistance, go back to yourself and to your soul and to that journey of really connecting with who you are. Self-awareness. And being aware of yourself. Because that if you are key. in resistance, that means you're not aligned to who you are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hiya. So now, yeah. are there any misconceptions or myths about finding and living one's purpose that you would like to address? Life purpose. Yeah. I feel like well, this word it can become very daunting. <laughs> it's like a big word. It's such a big word. And it's been made to feel like a big word. And mm. the first myth that I want maybe to address is that purpose is something that's out there that you need to go and find. Mm. No, you can't find purpose. It's within you. Within you. Yeah. So like we have said, it is within you. It lies in you. You just need to be still, to observe, and to learn about mm. who you are and how you react to things. The other thing is that um, people think that purpose is an intellectual exercise. Like you have to you know, really um, apply your intellectual faculties and mm. abilities for you mm. to figure it out. Again, it's a soul exercise. Go deep. Go deep. Go still. It's just a matter of time and you will tap into who you are mm. uh, internally. And on the same line, it's not this earth-shattering, groundbreaking thing. Mm. don't look for it to be this one huge major thing. It could be life-changing once you discover. In yeah. fact, it will be mm. life-changing, but the purpose itself is not this one life-shattering thing. Mm. Look at, it's simple. Like, look at what is it that you're gifted at that when you do, impacts other people's lives. That's simple. Very simple. The other myth is that when you're working in your purpose, you will not prosper. You will not have wealth. That purpose is not for profit. Mm. Yeah? People think that when you're working <laughs> in your purpose, you're supposed to be poor because you're helping I'm other suffering. people. Suffering. Because yeah. you're helping other people. On the contrary, purpose is alignment. And when you're aligned, you are able to be in spaces where you, you know, you're thriving and showing up as your best self. Yeah. When you do that, you attract networks that will be able to propel you to spaces that will pay you that's true. For what you're doing. Yeah. So in fact, when you're in purpose and you are aligned, you will be able to be very wealthy in terms of very, mm. you know, the definition of wealth that I subscribe to is a condition of your well-being. You're supposed mm. to be wealthy in all aspects of your life. Mm. So purpose and abundance, same was up. Mm. Same was up. And finally, purpose is not rigid. It, you, your purpose can change. It evolves. Are you the same person you were last year? Hey, no. 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 Hey, look, hey, no, no. Innately, there is that reason that you were born. Mm. But how you deliver that fulfillment to your gifting to this world is different. Like, it evolves. Mm. Yeah, because you go learning, technology comes, oh, yeah, you incorporate true. all these things as a means to fulfilling your purpose. So allow yourself the freedom 
to keep evolving and to doing things differently as long as you're true to who you are at the core. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <coughs> so then how can someone maintain a sense of purpose during challenging times or when facing setbacks? Setbacks. Mm. A usual thing. Yeah, common. Common in our lives. Yeah. And I'd say the thing that makes a difference is mindset. Mm. Is mindset. You can either choose to have a fixed mindset mm. or you could adopt a growth mindset whereby those challenges are opportunities for you to learn. Mm. And I'm not teaching um, toxic positivity here. Mm. Allow yourself the grace to go through hard times, feel the emotions, be mm. angry with life, be angry and disappointed with yourself. Mm. That's okay. And it's part of the journey. But how able are you to lift yourself from that space of feeling mm. defeated and disappointed and whatever? Mm. Do you have habits and rituals and things that you do that will be able to set you back on the right path? Okay. Yeah, because mm. that's what now makes, brings you back to it. Yeah, it brings you back to your routine and then you're able to see, okay, from this challenge, what was I able to pick from it mm. and how can I propel it forward? Mm. So remember, you need to build habits, rituals, things that help you uh, align with the person you're trying to be. Again, your environment really matters. Surround yourself with the right people. Audit your people. Your friends can be the reason for your failure. Yes. But you're not progressing in life. Exactly. The other thing is, if you're struggling with mindset, mm. it's, a, it's a big one. And in fact, everything lies in mindset because mindset is about our subconscious. The yeah, things that that's we true. really are ingrained in us. If you feel that you need help, seek help. Look mm. for a coach who will help you transform your mindset from a fixed to a growth mindset mm. and help you develop those habits that you need to sustain yeah. your changes for life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we are almost winding up. Yes. So what advice will you give to someone who feels they have already missed their chance to live a life, a purposeful life? Maybe they feel like, eh, mm. me apa, apa, I'm too old. First, I'll say to you that there is a way you have been contributing to the world. Whether you knew it or not, you are fulfilling a purpose. Mm. Because there's a way you have been giving your gifts, your talents, in one way or the other to the world. So don't beat yourself up. The only thing is that you have now come into the space where you want to consciously do it and exploit their potential mm. fully. But that doesn't mean that your life has been a waste. Apana. Mm. In your own little small spaces, corners of the world, you have been doing something. Mm. So start believing that and accepting that and even evaluating yourself and seeing that actually I have been able to contribute in this small way mm. and that's okay. But if you want to now propel it and exploit that even further, mm. first don't let that crippling feeling of I haven't been living my purpose hold you back. Mm. Instead, use it as fuel. Oh, yeah. Use it as fuel to propel you to think, okay, what can I do today? We talked about small actions, mm. self-awareness, spending time with yourself, believing in yourself, believing in the higher power. Do the work. And the work mm. is messy. It's really tough to do the self-work. But you have Jeez. to do it if you want to really fully exploit mm. your full potential. Yeah. Yeah. And live your purpose. The other thing, we have talked about purpose evolving. Mm. And if you look at your life, for instance, I can give my example. Mm -hmm. um, when I look back, I have at one point or the other been working with women in terms of their personal development, even when I was a child. Oh, okay. When I was in primary school, I was a peer counselor. What? I didn't know what primary. that was. Primary. I was hey. a peer counselor. Hey. Yes. I moved to high school. I was again a peer counselor and educator. And also I was um, a leader of a group where people would share life issues, challenges. It was a sisterhood. Mm. I was leading that group. I moved to campus. I was in I Choose Life. I don't know whether you know it. ICL. Mm -hmm. Again, we were discussing issues to do with life and how we can navigate growth and all that. Mm. Three years ago, my mom told me she was um, organizing her room and she found notes that I used to write to her when I was in primary and high school advising her on how she can handle certain life situations. Those days. I didn't know I was living my purpose. Mm. 
I didn't know my friends from 205 Uko campus were telling me the other day that, do you know you used to really encourage us and show us the tools to develop and grow? I didn't know. Yeah. There was a season where coaching and speaking about purpose and, and self-development was not it for me. Mm. I had really just immersed myself in my day job. Mm. I'm an operations uh, specialist, so mm. I just uh, deal with organizational operations. And how I was living my purpose then was applying my gifts of planning and organizing and solution-seeking at the workplace. Yeah. So I was in purpose, but just a different way of yeah. utilizing my gifts. Now I'm in the space where I'm actively and fully just going ham on, uh, you know, uh, empowering women to find clarity and uh, mm. transform their lives. And so this is a different phase. And I'm doing it very sophisticated. They have systems, a website, mm. da, 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 because effortlessly. Of the, effortlessly because of the technology that has mm. come. So it might look like now is when I'm living my purpose. But when you look at it, it has always been there. So that's exactly the same thing I'd tell you. Like, look back when you were a child. What are those things that before it was adulterated by societal expectations? I know. Your job, colleagues, your education. Mm. What is it that you loved to do and you kept doing mm. even when you didn't feel like it was work? Okay. Look at that. Look at that. And then finally, they say if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, enlist people along your journey. Yeah. If you have issues you need to deal with, if you have trauma, if you have healing that you need to do, and I believe we all do. Hey, we all do. Hey. We all do. Me as also missing a trauma. Until I went to therapy, I was like, hey, thank you. Trauma. Let me tell you, I first went to therapy to deal with the death of a close friend. Mm. A friend of mine was murdered and I was I couldn't deal. Mm. when I went so I was like my therapist is what I'm coming to deal with but my dear hey it opens up so many things until you're like hey, hey, we just came here for one thing Kumbe it has <laughs> dived into so many like yes. it's like roots so if you can get a chance to these days therapy is more accessible than previously mm. please try and do that yeah, get that's yourself true. some you know the space to be able to deal with your past with mm. your limiting beliefs with your inner child yeah heal those parts of yourself under the inner child oh that's where it's at. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that is where it is. Exactly. And therapy will help you deal with that mm. past. Mm. But to help you propel you forward and to achieve this high performance and to mm. be able to feel and uh, live your full potential, yeah. work with a coach. Yeah, that's true. If you look at all the high-performing, successful people, mm. they have coaches along yeah, the way. Yeah, to guide them. To guide them. To keep them accountable. Exactly. Coaching you said is a you process. did this, so why haven't uh -huh. you done this? Uh -huh. It's a process that holds you accountable, that opens yeah. up your mind, that shifts your mindset, mm. that expands your paradigm. Mm. Paradigm is about your thoughts, feelings, emotions, mm. and reactions. So if you want to make a difference on yourself from who you are to the person that you know you're capable of being, yeah. consider coaching. It works. Yeah. It works. This has been such a heavy episode. I was just like also <laughs> reflecting on my life. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was such an informative session. So before we end the session, then you give us your last words. Mm -hmm. We can play a game. Oh so, gosh, Yes. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. this is all about having fun over here. Not yeah. all, all about seriousness. Mm -hmm. So let me go first since you went first that other time. Thank you. But then I'm seeing my questions and I'm like, hey, should I, I should have just told you to go first. <laughs> <laughs> so my question says, are you currently supporting any of your family financially? Do you cover any family costs or living expenses? Do you intend to continue? So currently I'm not supporting any of my family financially and I believe uh, I'm not supporting them. I think they can support themselves they are equipped to support themselves yeah wow. and i am blessed i usually tell people i'm blessed for that thank yeah. you for recognizing your privilege yes <laughs> yes it's it's a blessing it is. yes it yes. is in this era of black tax yes it is a but i think however mm. i also looking back because i uh, looking back on now reflecting on this question mm -hmm. i think it's something my father put a stop in his journey like he, it ended with him 
So for also oh. him, he ensured that you've gone to school, you've found a job. If you don't have a job, what are you doing? Like, you know, can you support yourself? Mm-hmm. Because also looking back, I think it's it weighed so much on him. Yeah. Now, you know, also being the firstborn in a family, it's like you are the you're the one who providing for everyone. Yeah. So I believe he told us like this thing has to end with me. Yeah. So that now the next generation can now be able to support themselves. So how can I help you? Can I help you start a business? Can I help you maybe do farming that you can get income from it? Yeah. So that you I don't want I want you people to now not rely on each other but rely on yourself. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. do you want me to also yes, give it a, uh, yes. a shot? Okay. So for me, um, I do support mm. uh, some members of my family. And um, just to say that for me, family is one of my core values. So you know mm. the way organizations have mission yeah, values. Vision, mm-hmm. yeah. So as an individual also, please mm. try and, and figure out what that is for you. Mm. Yeah. Try and figure out what that is for you. So for me, one of my key ones is family. So whenever I am pouring into my family, I feel mm. it's a different kind of emotion. It's a positive emotion. Aww. But I do it in the confines of some boundaries oh, so that yeah. it doesn't uh, become abusive and then I resent it. Mm. So yes, I do, but I do it in a very structured way, mm. uh, in a way that uh, you know empowers my family members that I'm supporting, but also it makes me still feel oh, I have yeah. the space to say no when I can mm. or when I need to and to support when I can. But um, the thing that now I'm working towards is that thing of giving people the tools to fish. Oh, yeah. Because it's really not sustainable uh, mm. to keep giving. Yeah. But if you can, um, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how is it that we can make this more sustainable. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you can answer the, your question, then I answer. Because okay. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we go on one. Yeah. Mm. So mine says you receive a call from a friend who borrows some money hmm, and will pay you back, though they don't indicate when. Mm. How would you handle that? Money and friendship. Hey, that's a tough question. It's not a tough, but it's a sensitive. It's a sensitive yeah. one. But. I'd say money and friendship is a is a tricky one, depending on the level of friendship. Because you know the mm. way the people who are close, the people who you've known for a long time, mm. the people who you know you are open in terms of your financial journey, so you mm. know where they're at and where you're at. So there are people I can easily lend money, and I have done. Mm. And I know they will return when they say they will, mm. or when things get better. And for me, what makes a difference is how you communicate Mm-mm. when you're not able to return. Mm. Yeah, because what would ruin the friendship is you ghost me and you have my money. Hey, me that one, Kwanzaa. Hey, hey, me. Hey. Wait, that can end up. That one ends. Yeah. So yeah. can you imagine how much easier it would be if you just picked a call and told me, imagine. Mm. You communicate. I'm still, yeah, I'm still going through this. I still can't afford. Can we have a plan, you know? Yeah. So communication is what would, would matter. So I have burnt my fingers mm. <laughs> in terms of lending money to friends. And uh, so I'm smarter as to who I can lend to. Not mm. everybody, but there are those that I can lend to. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, I'm also smart. I've burnt my fingers so many times. So mm. what I do, mm. I, when you ask me for money, I don't give you the full amount. Yeah. I give you the amount I'm willing to lose. Oh. I'm like, here, yeah, yeah, this one. Smart. No, so, that if, so that advisor. if you don't return, <laughs> hey, yeah. It's okay. You, it's okay. You can afford to lose I it. I can afford to lose it. But then you have to explain to me why you're not returning since you said you want, you're going to return. Yeah. So if you don't communicate, that has ended so many relationships just because of money. Because also I'm asking myself, yeah. this is money. So what else? Exactly. What else? You know, some things can just unearth un- un- other things. It's you start even telling. looking and you're like, so this is who you are as a person. So yeah. it's just money. What else can you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so I've telling. ended relationships just because of that. Yeah. 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 <sighs> okay. Then like, my question is, your parents help other family members financially. Growing up, they took you to church and taught you to give your offering and help those in need around you. As an adult, have you maintained these lessons? Is giving part of your budget? Okay. I read again. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to internalize that question. <laughs> Hi. Mm-hmm. Your parents help other family members financially. Mm-hmm. 
growing up, they took you to church and taught you to give your offering and help those in need around you. As an adult, have you maintained these lessons? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is giving part of your budget? How much do you give on average? <laughs> no, let's not answer this question. This last part. <laughs> let's let's stop how at. How much is contextual? Is, is, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is giving part of your budget. So, as an adult, have you maintained these lessons? Yeah. I think I have, but. Hey, let me tell. If I compare myself to my parents, me, I am not. I'm. I'm not in their standard. Me, it's up my capability. Uh-huh. Yes. And sometimes I'm like, your reasons even don't make sense. So I'll be like, nope. Yeah. I think when it comes to money, I find it so easy to say no. I have said no to so many people. I'm like, I'm not helping you. Yeah. And it's you ask me why I'm like, it is my money. Yeah. You know? Because I found out that some people who are really entitled to your money, they're like, this one I know end month. Me, I'll just tell you by the way, yeah. no. And that's it. So yeah. When I put it at par with my parents and growing up, hey, me, I'm doing, I'm not, I'm not at their level. Me, yeah. I'm doing me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, hmm, interesting one. It's on what you were talking about, questioning the things that you were taught when mm. growing up. And uh, for me, giving is a big part. My mom is a, is a very selfless giver. Mm. So she really inculcated that culture in us. Mm. and uh, for a long time she would even give and deny herself even what she needs to mm. to, to be left with mm. and that's what I have completely deconstructed because surely why am I suffering yeah. and giving hey. yeah. to remain without hey. you know so in fact it's something that I'm working on with her mm. so I'm coaching my mom mm. <laughs> like sometimes you just have to say no because yeah. Hey. I'm questioning my mom that mom imagine it's okay to, to say, say no. no it's okay and you're coming from a good place yeah. you know it's okay so for me I do give mm. I have a budget for giving mm. but my giving is aligned to my values and what mm. I want to support and what I'm led to support at that time so I do give but yes okay. within the confines of my values as well okay yeah. Fine. Fine. yeah. okay okay ah, the last question you arrive at work mm. at, to an email saying you have been fired. What? What would go through your mind? What actions would you take immediately after? This is a sensitive one. You're, I'd allow myself to be angry. I'm a good worker. What do you mean I'm fired? Mm. I'd allow myself the space of getting confused, shocked, oh, angry. Yeah. I'd allow myself. Secondly, I, I like to... I'd, I'd, I'd seek the reason from my boss. I'd confront. Not hey, confront, me, I don't. Hey. Oh, no. Me, I, I don't keep quiet. I don't take without explanation. I'd like to know why, why the decision was reached to fire me. So I would seek an appointment and go to his or her office and find out. Could you tell me why? Or the HR manager or whatever. And then after that, of course, I've already cried, I've gotten angry, called mm. uh, whoever I need to call because, you know, there are those people you're just like, guys, imagine mm. this is what I have just found and I'm not okay. So after that, I would do the things that bring back joy. Like I would maybe take a walk oh, yeah. in Karura to allow me the space to think. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd do that. I'd allow myself the period of mourning and feeling the mm. loss because it will be a loss of a job and it's something that I value. I'd allow myself the stages of, yeah, I'm angry, I'm disappointed, I don't know what next. And then after a while, I'd slowly start building back the habits of still having a morning routine, still doing little steps that will help me look for an alternative to, you know, to what my job was giving me in my life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'd, oh, I'd be so mad. Even me, I'll yeah. be so mad, but I'll also the same sentiments as mm. you. As I'll allow myself to go through the emotions. But one thing yeah. I know I won't do, as in confront. Ah, mm. you're now missy Really? Ah, I, I do. I'll be like, no. So you'll take your letter and go. I'll home. I'll take my letter and go home. <laughs> See, the, I think they write the reasons. So I'll just be like, oh, this is the reason. Okay, fine. I, so. I need an explanation. It cannot be in a letter. Hey, no. Mia, me, no, me and those ones for, eh, Nisa, what are you doing? Because sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. if you tell me the reason, yeah. it might destabilize me. Like, am I, did I do something wrong? Am I, do they think I'm, you know, you know those things. Yeah. I'll start building those thoughts in my head. So to avoid those thoughts, mm-hmm. eh, 
I will just pick my letter and and pack your things pack my go. things and go and start now the journey again yeah, yeah. until i like there's a reason for everything yeah and i'll pack and leave part of why i would i would still and i still do question the reasons behind things is because mm. even though at that moment i may not agree with or understand mm. the reason it will be a point of learning for the future Oh, so okay. I may I may take it at that point not very level headedly, mm. but in future when I reflect, it will help me know where I need to improve. Okay. So I always want to know why, what could I have done better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe now I need to work on that part. Because <laughs> me, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. see I'm just running away from problems mm. and not knowing the reason why. Yeah. yeah. So I think I need to work on that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, so this was fun and yes, exciting. Yes, it was. So any last words before we end the session? Any last words? I just say purpose is within you. Like don't feel like it's such a daunting thing that you need to go and find. Just focus on one thing and one thing alone, mm. knowing yourself. Okay. Knowing yourself. Self mastery is the key. Yeah. Self-mastery, self-awareness, that's the key to unlocking your full potential. Okay. Work on that. Okay. Where yeah. can people find you? Maybe someone is listening and they are looking for a life coach to help them guide through this life thing. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram, wanjiko.kiarie, your clarity and transformation coach. That's my name. And then I have a website, www.wanjikokiarie.com. And uh, you can write me an email on lifeandpurposeke at gmail.com. You can find my podcast mm. on all the podcasting platforms. Um, you know, it's called the Life and Purpose Podcast. And uh, you can call the business line or oh, WhatsApp okay. or text. It's 716 Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Yeah. It was so nice to have you today. I've learned a lot. I've introspected on my life. <laughs> I was just here reflecting and asking myself, eh, okay, yeah. fine, I need to reflect more. I need to change on this and that. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on this episode. I'm more than happy. And I know the listeners are also happy and they've learned one or two things. Mm -hmm. So until the next episode, my name is Lynette, helping you get your bag right. Thank you. <laughs>